Okay, guys, so here we are. We're into lockdown for the most part. Uh, a week ago, two weeks ago, I've been posting about this, but now it seems like pretty much all the gyms in, in most countries are closed or are going to be closed. So we're all in the same position. So today, there's so much to talk about, really, and we've taken so many steps in our businesses. You know, the, the four locations we're running, we had two more locations due to open this month and next month. They're going to be postponed now, obviously. But through the four locations we're running, I thought it would just be good to share with you guys what kind of steps we've been taking before the situation occurred, what we're doing during the lockdown period, which we are estimating in the UK could be up to two or three months even, and what we plan to do following that as well. Because we've got to remember, there's, it, it's not just about this lockdown period. Things are going to be very fundamentally different once we reopen because we have pretty much officially gone into a recession now. Interest rates from the Bank of England have dropped to the lowest they've been since 2008 and the, and the, and the big crash then. Uh, Dow Jones index is dropping. The Australian government is al already printing money, going into quantitative easing. So we're in a recession. That's just pretty much the facts. So we have to bear in mind that this is not just about what we do in the next 12 weeks. This is going to be about what do we do for the rest of this year? What do we do for the next 12 months? And before we get into this, we I've said this a few times, if you followed my content this week, the first thing you need to do as a business owner, as I've done, is we have to accept responsibility for the situation that we're in. And like I've said before, the coronavirus didn't cause your business problems. This situation didn't cause your business problems. It only exposed the problems that were already there. Simple as that, guys. It exposed the problems that were already there. And the two biggest things that a lot of people have been missing out, which has helped us infinitely in this time, one of the reasons, the two reasons really more than anything that our business is, is, is still quite comfortable in this time and we know we're going to see this through and we're going to come out even stronger on the other side is two things. It's cash and culture. Cash and culture. That's where it's down to. So, and these two things, by the way, you, you're going to have a harder time generating them now if you didn't have them already. These are two things that you have to spend the previous six, six months, 12 months, maybe two years stockpiling and building so that when a bad month or a bad recession period like this inevitably hits, which it always does, you are protected. It's about prevention rather than cure. It's about, as I used to say to the MMA fighters I used to train in strength and conditioning, we wanna be able, we wanna train hard so we can fight easy when the day comes. And it might sound like a bit redundant to talk about some of this stuff now. I mean, if you haven't built a, cult, a great culture or you haven't got good cash flow right now, then it's going to be very hard to do it right now. It's very hard. You know, when you're in the middle of having a heart attack because you've been unhealthy for five years, eating a salad right now is not going to help you. You should have eaten the salad for the last three years. That's the difference. But I need to address this because the, the fact is, number one, You'll see a lot of marketers and you know business coaches online who are just going to tell you, like, don't worry, like everything's great, everything's fine, you know, just find the one magic funnel and it's all going to be great. And they have no idea what they're talking about. In a recession, most people here, if you haven't been in business longer than eight, nine years, you've probably never been through anything like this. None of us have been through anything quite like this situation, but economic recessions, few of us surely have. And if you've been through an economic recession in your business, you'll know that, you know, things do change. 
things do have to be done differently. You do have to adopt your mindset. You do have to adopt your, uh, change your strategy. You can't just put your head in the sand and pretend everything is the same as it's always been. Because even if your mindset is the same and you don't think it's a big deal, your clients and your prospects, they do. And so if you just say, everything's fine, I don't care about this recession, I don't care about this economy, and you start putting that out there, you're going to create a disconnect because you're not really having empathy with your prospects and clients. Now, this doesn't mean you have to go out there and pretend everything's terrible, but you have to look at the situation for what it is without looking at it for being worse than it actually is. So if we don't have this conversation first, then marketers and other business people are going to tell you just buy their ClickFunnels software or do whatever it is uh, and everything's going to be rosy, but it's not. You will have cancellations. You will have members dropping like flies. It's a recession. People are losing their jobs. People are getting sick. People are putting other priorities in front of them, like their family. It's going to happen. You have to be prepared for it. And if you're not prepared for it, then you have, to, you have to get prepared for it as much as you can. And the second thing, reason we have to talk about this is because you have to accept responsibility because, again, still so many fit pros and gym owners are shocked when the first thing I remind them is that this situation did not cause your problems. It only highlighted them. And let me know in the comments if you agree with that, by the way. What, what is your stance on that? Because... It is just to me, it's the same thing as a, as a weight loss client who's, who hasn't eaten very well, hasn't excised their body for years, then gets a heart attack, and, and they blame the, the meal they had this morning. And it wasn't the Big Mac you ate this morning that gave you the heart attack. It was your habits and what you failed to do. It was the actions you took and the actions you failed to take for the last one year that determine if right now your business is, is safe or if it's fighting for survival. And those actions predominantly are down to cash and culture, cash flow and culture. For anyone who's been watching my free content for years, you've been listening to me say over and over again, you need the most important number in your business is operating cash flow. The most important business is not what the marketers tell you. Marketers tell you, um, you know, lifetime value is the most important number. It's not. Facebook ad experts tell you cost per click or cost per lead is the most important number. It's not. Some people will tell you that profit margin in your business is the most important number. It's not. The most important number in your business is your amount of operating cash. Your amount of operating cash flow means it's pretty much how much money does your business have aside in its, in its profits uh, to allow your business to pay all its bills and keep breaking even each month, even if no new revenue was coming in. This is what we've been doing with our, with our mentorship clients all this time and preparing them to say, look, imagine tomorrow you couldn't sell anything. Imagine if, I don't, I don't mean we just go online, I mean imagine you couldn't sell anything. Every single member canceled. You had no revenue coming in, no more direct debits. How much money would then be in reserve to allow you to keep paying your rent, keep paying your team, and keep paying yourself a salary so that you'd have that buffer time to get things back on track? That's the amount of operating cash flow you have. And you want, as a bare minimum, three to six months worth of operating cash is going to help you mitigate risks and threats. So if, if for example, your business costs 5,000 pounds a month to run. That means you maybe pay yourself 1,500 pounds a month. Maybe you pay a thousand for your rent. Maybe you pay another thousand or 2,000 for uh, payroll or a business mentor or an advertising spend and all the rest of it, taxes. Let's say it's 5,000 pounds a month is your break even point to cover all the costs. So you want to have at least three times that amount, 15K in the bank as fast as you possibly can. If you don't, then it doesn't matter how good your business looks. It is not a healthy business. It doesn't matter. And fit pros will argue all day over this on me. You know, not the, not the guys in our mentorship. They take my advice and they're coachable and they're doing way better than most fit pros now. But most other fit pros who just don't want to learn this, they resist me and they say, yeah, but my Facebook ads are working really well. 
great. How much operating cash do you have? If your Facebook ad, what if, what if your Facebook ad was ban, banned tomorrow? Or we've got a really good community. My clients all love me. Great. What if they all lost their jobs tomorrow? Or we're the only pe people in town doing it this way. Or I'm really good at sales or whatever, 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 whatever. You can do, and gym owners now, many of you guys are experiencing this. What I've been telling fit pros for a while is you can do every single thing right in your business. You can have fantastic Facebook adverts. You can charge high fees. You can be a killer closer on the phone. You can have an amazing product and get fantastic testimonials. You can have, be a great team leader and have a, an amazing team of trainers that work for you. You can have the greatest looking facility in the world. You can be in an amazing location. You can have all that stuff. But if at the end of the day, your business makes 20,000 a month and then it spends 20,000 a month and there's nothing left in the bank, then you are one bad month away from going bankrupt. Operating cash is the real health and longevity and the oxygen of your business. So if we sealed your body shut right now, all your airways, we sealed shut, how long would you survive? It would depend on how much oxygen you've stored in your body. So if you know you're going to be going underwater or you know you won't be able to breathe, the first thing you do is <gasps> you take a huge breath to have surplus oxygen and maybe you can last three minutes. Those who train to hold their breath and, cons and conserve oxygen can maybe hold their breath for five minutes. And as you know, the difference between three minutes and five minutes could be life or death. Same thing for your business. The more cash it, it, is, it, is, it is effectively stored, the more months you can go if no new oxygen, no new revenue came in, right? So, so people can argue and say this is, you know, that they don't need that money or it's, it's an exaggeration or it's too hard to do that. Where am I going to find 15, 20,000 pounds extra cash from? You can complain all that all you like. The fact is that now when a recession hits, like it does every 10 years, this is why 80% of businesses go out of business, simply because they don't have the cash to afford the current operation of their business. Their business is spending too much money, uh, more than it can afford. Simple as that. The biggest reason for that, the biggest um, cost where the business is, is spending money is usually paying the owner an inflated salary, right? And because that owner is buying things in their personal life that they don't need uh, or, or don't really help them anyway. So we've, you know, we've been diligent on number one, saving cash flow. The more cash flow you've saved up, the easier and smoother it's going to be for you to go through this period. We've been able, so fortunate, to tell our employees, our coaches, that their jobs are safe for at least six to eight months. No problem. They're going to get paid no matter what. Um, you know, our landlord knows we're going to pay the rent. Um, our marketing budget will continue as normal. All that stuff is happening, and that gives us an easier transition to go through. But if you haven't saved up the cash, you don't doesn't mean that you think, well, it's too late for me. You have to start right now. You have to start generating more cash, way more cash than you think you need. So you need to be proactive. You need to look for more ways to make money right now and more ways to save money in your business that are on your personal life that are not absolutely essential or making a really good ROI for your company. So and maybe that's something we'll talk about in the coming days because we're going to go live um, every day this week. So by the way, guys, if you're online right now, I really appreciate you being here, by the way. Uh, it would be really cool if you could like this post, give it a share, tag another fit pro or gym owner in here right now. Uh, I really want to go live every day at this time and, and just, just step up and give you guys as much information, as much support as I can do. Uh, I mean, I've got the I've got the, the time and flexibility here at home right now to do that. So um, any engagement on this on this post is going to be really helpful. And so and, and don't forget to drop your com drop your comments and questions, guys. I want to make this interactive. I want to answer your questions. I want to help you with your biggest concerns right now. I'm going to cover a lot of stuff, but it's really helpful for me to know exactly what you want to know that's going to help you right now today. So that's cash flow we talked about. Then we've got culture. 
All right, the next thing about culture then is this is where it comes in with your team and your people. How loyal, how dedicated are your people going to be when the shit hits the fan? And this is what has also has really saved us in this period so far that um, not only were all our team members, they actually came to us and said, hey, look, we're happy to take a small pay cut to help the business through this time. That's why I always suggest you, you hire people who want to work to learn, not just work to earn. You need people in your team, create a culture that attracts team members and trainers that that are that that want they're motivated by more than just a paycheck because otherwise if they're just there for a paycheck that's all you offer people then when the times get tough they'll only think about themselves and say give me my money i don't care about your business i want to get paid we have the total opposite because our team members all even offered to take pay cuts now we don't let that happen we we do anything we can to not let that happen what we would rather do as a company is say no, guys, you you need your money, but how can we make you more productive? How can we how can we allow you to make the company more money back? How can we make your time more efficient with us? And and in the time like lockdown, we're now reevaluating everybody's roles on the team. Everyone's getting trained in different things, and I'll, I'll talk about this later. Uh, but that's that's how it's going to be, guys. Try not to. You know, take that money. If you have to, you ha if you have to reduce their pay, you have to. And there's no right or wrong with this, guys. You have to do. But again, you see, the thing is, guys, the more cash flow your business has already saved before the crisis point, the less damage you have to do now. If you've got literally no money and you can't even keep your gym open one more month and your landlord is not helping you or there is no um, any relief from the government yet, then you might have to, and if you can't go out there and make the money, you might have to let some of your team go. So it's not a question of should I fire someone or should I, should I give them a pay cut or not? It's all down to, well, how much cash and culture do you have? The more cash flow reserved, you don't need to give instant pay cuts or fire anyone. And the better culture you've built where you've got the right people, the rock star team who are in it and who understand that the more the company thrives, the more they're going to thrive, they'll, they'll help you too. So our team have said, look, okay, well, if, we're, if you're not going to give us a pay cut, that's awesome. We'll work more hours. We'll put in more energy. We'll do whatever you need us to. We'll step up for the clients. And that's what all our teams are doing, right? Without us even having to ask them. That's culture in the team. Then we have culture in your client base. Now, this is going to be tested by how much your clients support you and help, and help you transition online in this period. So across our locations, we've got over, over 250 recurring clients, and we've now opened up our Zoom online-based training. We've kept our rates the same. We've just, again, decided to add more value. And... What we've done then, and, and pretty much a few, we've had a few cancellations, a few people have frozen memberships, of course, particularly if they've lost their jobs and, and are having a tough economic time That's or, or health-wise, that's totally understandable. And what we've told our community is, look, you know, please do your best to support us during this time. We're going to be stepping up our level of value to you, and you're going to be very happy that you stuck with us through this time rather than be out there on your own. And we're offering more value. Here's the new measures we're putting in. But we also said to the client base, look, if you do have any issues, if you have lost your job or there are any significant issues impacting you right now, then they can just come and talk to us. And we will, on a case-by-case -case basis, see what we can do for those people. And so, it's, but but it's, it's all about culture. We've had we have such a great culture at our gyms. We have such a family feel. Um, our we did a live stream. We were doing live streams in our groups, telling our clients that we'd be closing, and you know, our coaches and and even some of the clients were in tears on the live stream because because you know our gyms have, our transformation centers have become such a ingrained part of their life. It's where they meet all their friends, where they feel empowered. It's the best part of our clients' day. And that's one of our core values is to make it that way. That's engineered that way. 
that people were in tears that our gym was going to be closed and they couldn't come in anymore. So, so that culture allowed us when we shifted online, we kept our rates the same and more than 80% of our clients were like, no problem. We're with you. We're not going anywhere. We're happy to pay that fee online. We're happy to, you know, no problem. They've jumped online and they're loving the workout so far. They're loving the value that we're giving them. In comparison, I come on Facebook and other places and I hear, I see like fit pros in, in Facebook groups or on, on my feed who are saying like they're, they're, they're cutting their membership fees in half or people are, are leaving in huge numbers. And the fact is, guys, if that's what's happening, again, some people have issues with, with, with money and things, but overall, if, if, if a huge portion of your clients are leaving, then you've got a you've got an issue with your culture somewhere right and so you've got to look at why that is so we've transitioned 80% or more of our clients online at the same price we're now selling our our regular front end offer a 4 or a 6 week challenge that we usually do at the gym now we're selling that online so they can do the zoom version with our clients and jump in we're charging at least 99 pounds for, for, for our six-week program there and, and sales. Our Facebook ads are still working. Our phone calls are coming in. We're closing over the phone and people are jumping into those programs. So for us, as much as possible, it's business as normal because we prepared ourselves with cash flow and culture in the months and years leading up to this point. So that has to be said, first of all, because if you ignore those things, you, you are ignoring what's actually still most important today. What's actually most important today is culture to retain your best team members and get them to be more productive, culture to get your clients to help you transition online without reducing their fees and taking away support from your company. And you've got to make more cash flow. Maybe you don't have one, two, or three months of operating cash in the bank, but it doesn't mean you can't start collecting it right now. And you can do that by finding new ways to make revenue in your business, by retaining your clients as much as you can, and by reducing any inefficient costs that aren't absolutely necessary to help your business grow. And also by looking at cutting your personal finances too, and looking at where in your personal life you can cut down on things. So that's a few things there. So um, what we've done then, uh, and, and Vasily is asking here, like, how do we run our online workouts? So our online workouts, okay, we're doing groups, right? We do, we're doing large groups, 15 to 20 people usually in our sessions. So we've just basically, how we've done this, we've transitioned uh, time, the time slots to be online. We've got like a virtual, virtual gym timetable, basically. And uh, what we did, we, we started trialing two sessions a day. This was before we had to close. Before we had to close a couple of weeks ago, we still had a few clients, like a handful of clients who couldn't make it into the gym or, or chose to stay at home, which is fair enough. And we began the online sessions for them to give them an alternative in this time. And uh, also as a trial for us before we import all the clients onto it. So what we did then, we, we go on Zoom, so if you haven't used Zoom before, you get multiple windows where it's like a live stream like this, but everyone who jumps on, there'll be one main speaker with one big window like this. And then you, the other participants will all have a little window. And you as the host can um, turn those videos on or off or turn their, their audio on or mute them. Right. So we have a setting on Zoom where uh, we use a Zoom Pro account. So you go to zoom.us, go and get a pro account, which is about 12 pounds a month. And that allows you to put up to 100 people to log in on one meeting or one call, so to speak. If you want to upgrade more, if you're doing even larger sessions, you can get the, the next version up, which is about 16 pounds a month. And you can have up to 300 people on that. So I think the pro account will be fine for most people. So we use the Zoom pro account. Up to 100 people can jump on the line. 
the calls can go on as long as you like, I think up to 24 hours. <laughs> so unless anyone's doing a 24 hour workout marathon, it should be fine. And uh, we started with two sessions a day. We did one in the morning, one in the evening. But then as more and more of our clients now are jumping onto that because the gym is closed, we've had to put more sessions on. So right now, I can't ex remember the exact number, but I think we're doing about five or six times a day right now, three or four in the morning and three or four in the evening. So much like a regular gym anyway. And um, we're putting on those sessions so people have flexibility. And the other thing is we're doing them Monday to Friday as well. So every single day, so so that's one of the ways we're adding more value to our, our clients. They're paying us the same rate, 99 pounds a month, but we're giving them even more value because we're now giving them even more sessions and the sessions are more frequent throughout the day. So we'll stick with uh, body weight stuff. Yep, the coach will go on the workout live. You can add, there's, two, there's two ways of doing this. You can either do like a live stream where right now I could say, right, we're going to do this. We're going to do this warm-up. We're going to do this exercise. And everyone can just follow along on their videos. Um, that's okay. Another thing I like, another way I like to do it, though, is to have a pre-recorded video workout. So you could pre-record your video first. And then what you can do is you can actually share a screen. So you could put, the, put your video on YouTube or whatever, share the screen so everyone online sees the screen and you will still have your own little window, uh, talking head window. And what I like to do then is have everyone follow along with the workout, but you are then able to coach, interact, and observe your clients, give them corrections and things like that. Because if you're the one doing the workout all the time, then you're not really able to interact with them so much. It's You, you end up more like an aerobics instructor then where you're not really coaching you're just doing exercise and they're following you. If you want to do that, if your clients are fine with it, that's cool. This is just personal preference. But what we have is we have um, you know, a couple of coaches there. One of them either pre-recorded or we'll have one coach demonstrating the exercises and the other one coaching and addressing the, the team members. So, um, but the best thing is just get it going and, and see what your clients like. You know, how the workout is programmed is not the most important thing here. So let me talk about this, guys. When it comes to retaining your clients, okay, you have to realize it's really, really not about the fitness class. We could just do jumping jacks for 25 minutes. It doesn't matter, guys. Um, Amazing scientific workout programming is worth nothing right now. What your clients need is a new form of value. Okay, remember, guys, if you want to retain clients, if you want to keep charging what you're charging, the way we look at it is we're offering a social club. In our gym, we sell a social club. We don't sell a fitness program, we sell a social club where members come to our gym, they make friends, they have a great time, they engage with each other. And we just happened to do a really cool fitness program while we're there. That's how we look. That's how we've always sold our gym. So now online, we're still selling an online social club with some fitness classes, right? It's the same thing. The difference is that in this lockdown period, people, your customers are going to be desperate and are going to value social communication a hundred times more than ever. You have to sell a social club, guys. That's why on our timetable now, it's not just fitness classes. Yeah, we have the four or five fitness sessions a day, but what else is on our calendar? We have virtual coffee mornings. We go live on Zoom and do a coffee mornings. We do fitness challenges. We're gonna be doing cooking challenges. We're putting out our own TV programming. We're starting our own morning TV show live on Facebook, Transform Hub TV. We're going to have guest interviews. We're going to interview, you know, yoga people and, and relationship coaches. We're going to give people entertainment with a bit of fitness peppered in there. But we're giving them lifestyle. We're giving them um, escapism. We're giving them some fun and variety. People are going to be at home, stuck watching TV all day. We're going to be doing book giveaways. 
right? We're going to do home equipment giveaways. We're going to do, you know, games, competitions. We're going to be doing online bingo. We're going to be doing online who wants to be a millionaire. My personal favorite, we're going to be doing who want, uh, the weakest link on Zoom. Because the cool thing about Zoom is when you have all the users online, as the host, you can actually select to remove a user and, and boot them off. So we're going to do the weakest link, do a quiz. We start with maybe 30 people on the, on the call. And you know when, when 30 come in, we cap it. And then we ask them questions, right, one by one. And if they get the question wrong, boom, you are the weakest link. Remove user, boom, you're out. And then they can just watch the, the live stream of this from the Facebook group with all the rest of the people who are not on the Zoom call, but they can watch from Facebook. Like, guys, we've got to produce entertainment value here. We've got to keep people busy. We've got to keep them feeling good because that's why you're in business. We've got to keep giving people positive messages. Give them a space where they can connect with people, not just to do burpees and shit like that, but just get online just so they can talk to people, right? So they can have a video chat with someone. Um, so you've got to create that social club. And here's the secret, guys. If you are offering a social club like that, then you tell me if when we go one week, two weeks, three weeks, six weeks maybe into lockdown, is that social club going to be worth more than a hundred pounds a month? You bet it is, right? What you're offering now is going to be way, um, way better basically, right? It's going to be worth way more. And that's where our clients are all buying into this because they already know that um, they're going to get more value than what they're paying for because we're not just trying to give them more fitness stuff. That's not more valuable. Home workouts. Guys, I mean, let's be straight for a second, right? Home, giving someone a home workout plan, that's not worth a hundred pounds a month. They can go on YouTube and get it for free. So the problem fit pros are facing is they still, they still believe they're selling workouts. And if you're trying to sell a workout to someone at home that they can get for free on YouTube, then no, you're going to have a hard time selling it for a good price because it's not worth anything. In workout, home workouts are online for free, always have been. So if that's all you're selling, you're going to have a hard time with retention. But we're not, we're not selling that. We're selling the social club, the entertainment, games, giveaways, community, variety, fun, uh, positivity connection. That's what we're selling is all these things with a full entertainment schedule timetable all week. And that goes back down to what we have our coaches doing. Well, this is what our coaches and team members are all being retrained from today on what to do. Who's going to take on our Instagram? Who's going to take on our YouTube? Who's handling our podcast? Who's going to do our live shows? Who's going to organize the games in the group? Who's going to organize the watch and binge parties we're going to do? Who's going to organize the book giveaways, right? This is what our team now get to do is they all become community managers. And that's the difference here. So when you're selling this stuff, the deeper we go into lockdown, the more this social connection for your clients is going to be worth. They're going to desire it more and more and more because the alternative is to fall into isolation, and have no entertainment and watch negative crap on the news all day. That's the difference here, guys, that you have to realize, okay? Retention is not about just giving someone a home workout plan. That's 1% that's, that's of it. This is how we retain our clients through the lockdown. This is how we keep our prices the high, high. This is how we add more value. And the other thing we're doing then is we're gonna be stepping up our level of communication um, individually with the clients because we have the time now. So our coaches now, you know, will be given uh, our roster of clients will be divided amongst our coaches or main team members. And, you know, each coach will maybe be responsible for about 30 to 40 members. And then those coaches will be checking in with those guys, sending them little, little friendly video messages, little audio messages, just checking in, how's it going, how you're feeling, sending them positive quotes even, stuff that you might think is a little bit patronizing or a little bit useless, but it will go a long way for our customers and our clients. Um, just We're just, you know, we're collecting a, a database of coronavirus memes that are funny, just so we can, you know, send out a couple of jokes 
uh, and just help people have a little bit of positivity um, and, and see some light in the situation. So that's an important thing of retention too. So like I said, number one, it's having, first and foremost, underlying all this is having that culture in place, which you really had to build before we got to this point. That's 90% of the success. If you haven't built a culture with your clients or if they're just coming to you because you're cheap, then they're not loyal to you. They're loyal to your price and they're going to they're gonna go elsewhere straight away. So if you've got that culture down, number one, second aspect of retention is then you're selling a social club. You're selling entertainment and social connection, not a workout plan. They can get a home workout plan anywhere for free. It's worth nothing. And if you're having a hard time keeping your clients paying the same amount of money, it's because you're giving them no additional value. So that's the next thing is sell a social club, show them what you have planned, show them that you're taking care of all of their needs during this time, social connection, entertainment, fitness, home cooking, something to do with the kids, something to keep the kids busy. Show them you're doing all that stuff and you're really stepping up. It's like a brand new service. Um, it's, like a, it's, like a, it's, like a, it's like a Netflix on steroids, right? Imagine Netflix with a live community component, right? That's what you're giving people. And I'm sure you can find a way to make it worth 60, 70, 80, 90 pounds a month to match what your current clients are paying you right now. The third aspect then after that is going to be individual checkups, checking in with every individual client on a frequent basis, at least three times a week, and sending them little just, just thoughtful check-ins, not asking them like, how's your workout plan? How's your macros? Forget all that nonsense, guys. Just check in as a person and say, how are you doing? I know it's tough. How are you doing? Right? Um, Here's a positive joke. Here's a positive message, whatever it might be. Doing that just to show you care is going to be worth money to them. And then the, um, the final aspect of retention then really is um, it's, it's, it's giving people... One of the things we need in, in, in our gym as usual to maintain retention is a sense of purpose. It's a long-term vision. Think about this. If, if your clients, uh, what, what, actually one of the reasons a lot of clients drop off from boot camps and gyms and, and transformation centers is because they lose a vision. They lose purpose. And uh, this is quite more common than you might think because I talk to fit pros all the time who say, I had had a bunch of clients. They they stayed with me for a year. They got amazing results. They came to all our social events. They tell me they love the program. They love the gym. They love everything. They stayed a year, but then they just decided to do something different. And they can't and, and the Fit Pro can't can't understand why. And it makes sense, right? If you've got if you've given them results and you've got a good relationship with them, isn't that all that's needed for retention? No, you've forgotten the main ingredient. What people need is a long-term vision. They need a carrot on a stick. They need to be going somewhere. They need growth. They need purpose. And what happens is most of the time, clients come into our boot camp or our program, they get initial results. They, they lose 10 pounds in the first month or they do whatever it is. But after that, most fit pros don't program any new progressions for those clients. We do the opposite. We have a grading system in place. We put people on different fitness rank levels. So even after a year, they're still developing and, and, and achieving new goals, kind of like a martial arts belt system. And so for the next two to three years, they still have a, a progression scheme. Most fit pros don't have that in place. And so a lot of clients will drop off. So remembering this principle of the carrot and the stick, it's the same thing when we go online. And what is going to be missing in most fit pros? A lot of fit pros will say, right, I've got my clients online. I've recorded 30 home workouts. Good. But I tell you what, they might have retained their clients this month, but they won't, they won't retain their clients more than one more month. A lot of the client, if that's all you're doing is just selling a workout plan online, even if you have converted most of your clients online and they're still paying you the full fee, a lot of it could be out of just sympathy and wanting to support you. But after one month, 
you might have half of those clients then drop and cut their subscription. And if this thing goes on for two or three months, that isn't going to be good for you either. So what you have to finally have in place is something to keep people engaged and keep them wanting to be here for months on end. We are doing that by giving them the light at the end of the tunnel. And we're already planning our reopening party. We actually physically have plans in place for a reopening party at, at the gyms in Cardiff. And we also we, all, we already have Monster Energy secured as a sponsor. We've already reached out to Monster Energy Drinks, and they've agreed to sponsor our reopening party, whenever that may be. Two months, three months, six months, whatever. So when you share things like that with your clients, that there's going to be a big reopening party, it's going to be so cool, we've got all this great stuff planned, then you're furthering that sense of connection that if we all stick through this together, we're all going to emerge out of this together and have a big celebration to make it all worth it. So what are you doing to just give your clients hope and light at the end of the tunnel? What kind of long-term purpose are you giving them? That's very important for retention on a psychological level, and you're not going to do that no matter, no matter how perfect your Zoom workouts are. So there's going to be a deeper underlying sub-communication going on that communicates and reminds your clients we're going to come through this. We're going to come out the other side. We're going to be able to do all this, right? So that's my thoughts on retention. Number one is culture, having that pre-built culture. That's the biggest part. And if you haven't got it right now, then there's not much I can do to help you. So you've got to have loyal clients and, and a great atmosphere that they really feel uh, a fear of missing out, FOMO, if they can't have it anymore. Number two, then you, you offer more value in terms of social community. And, and, and think of other needs, not just fitness and nutrition, but other needs like entertainment, social connection, quizzes, games, things like that, uh, ways to pass the time even. The third aspect is going to be individual communication and just checking in on your clients. Again, not to ask them, you know, how many carbs did you eat today? Forget your technical side. Be a real human being and just, just keep a check on how they're doing physically and mentally. And then finally, give them that light at the end of the tunnel. That's going to help them uh, and you stay sane through all this uh, and keep everyone connected right till the end. Okay, guys, so I'm going to go to any questions. Um, so got some cool, drop your questions in here, guys. So uh, I'm just going to go to these now. Great questions coming in. Uh, so Susanna says, how do you give more value online than offline? So I hopefully have, hopefully have answered that in here. If, if I haven't, then uh, please expand on the question. Uh, Nicholas says, do you have any suggestions for businesses that are not socially orientated, like tattooing or personal coaching, or businesses that must provide services physically like elevators maintenance okay so let's go into these two things differently right so businesses that are not socially oriented like tattooing and personal coaching um well i would argue that they are socially ori oriented because you're you're doing them with another person so i mean tattooing is a i would i would think of that as a very social business right like you, you have a good relationship with your tattoo artist you have a you have a built-in community most tattoo parlors I've gone to, you know, they, they have all their other top clients or top artworks are all posted around around the walls and stuff. Um, so if they're if they're not like say if if you mean like they don't really have groups of clients coming together, then then the good thing is you just start making them socially orientated. If you own a tattoo parlor, say it's the same principle, guys. What we're selling here is social connection. It doesn't matter what business you're in, you could. You can sell, you know, you, you can sell microphones. It doesn't really matter, right? The, the point is you go to all your clients and you say, hey, guys, how can we get online and share time together and give you entertainment value? And, you know, and obviously with fitness, we're giving people entertainment that is, that is general but still skewed towards their passion for health and fitness. So... Obviously, we're going to do like fitness challenges for them. We're going to do like cook a home healthy recipe challenge. We're not going to tell people to go and cook, you know, uh, 
make their own McDonald's meal or anything. If you're in a, in a community, if you can create a community of people who are uh, passionate about tattoos and artwork, then it's very easy to make a Facebook group or some kind of social construct online for tattoo people to come and, and number one, share how they're feeling as human beings, first and foremost. Um, but then secondly, give them that extra level of comfort by theming it around that passion, like tattoo artwork or whatever. So that is going to help people feel more connected and feel more enabled to share vulnerably how they're doing through this time because they know that the other people there are, are more like them. They're into artwork. They're into video games. They're into fitness. They're into whatever, right? You know, ballet dancing, for example. So you can do those things very well. Um, and, and yeah, and if you're in a business, really the question here, if you're in a business that can't produce an online um, service, like tattoos, I, I don't think you can give tattoos online as far as I know, then of course the best thing you can do is, is maintain that community for people, um, put out plenty of content, 50 pieces a day of content, get it out there um, of your artwork, of the cool things you're doing so that at least you maintain brand awareness for when we open back up. And the other thing that you need to be doing, again, doesn't matter what business you're in, you do not only have to make money from selling tattoos. So look for other things that your customer is also buying that can be shipped to them physically or online. A good example for the fit pro industry like is home workout equipment. Home workout stuff is flying off the online stores right now. So I'm telling fit pros all the time, partner with a local supplier and tell them, look, if you, um, you know, can, can, can help them sell things, you'll get a commission or you can, you can go to Amazon affiliates and you can, you can give people resources of stuff to buy on Amazon. So, you know, as a, as a tattoo, okay. So as a tattoo person, okay. Let's say if I was a tattoo shop owner right now, um, I can go to Amazon and let me just try this out. I go to amazon.co.uk. I'm going to type in tattoos and I'm going to come up with a bunch of things tattoo related that my customers might want to buy that is obviously not like a, an actual tattoo because <laughs> I, I definitely can't do that. So let's just type in tattoo on Amazon. Uh, okay, so we've got um, tattoo butter, first of all, so that the healing cream, maybe people need more of that. You can, you can, you can stop and ship that to them. Um, there's uh, ink caps. Uh, you can, there's, um, then there's books, there's videos. So, you know, um, books about tattoos, books about tattoo design. People might be, you know, tiny tattoos, a book here, over 1000 small inspirational tattoo artworks. Maybe that's a book I could, I could help. Um, so there's things like that. And then again, you're, you know, without stereotyping, there's going to be certain interest that someone who likes tattoos will probably have. So, you know, people that have certain tattoos are probably going to like certain types of music or maybe ride Harley Davidson bikes or maybe are more spiritual, right? So depending on what kind of tattoo, if your tattoo is called, you know, Hell's Angels Tattoo Club, then there's tons of things. Maybe you start doing giveaways or, or, you know, selling things like Guns N' Roses CDs. It could be anything, right? So, so really build community by knowing who your target customer is, knowing what else they're spending money on, and seeing if you can be like an agent to help them get all that stuff through you. And again, if you're a business that is something like elevator maintenance, that's more kind of B2B, um, really it's just mostly about content and that's where your cash flow is going to be coming in. Again, cash flow is the only way to keep your business alive. Like I said, if you don't have cash flow and you can't make sales right now, then you're likely going to be one of the businesses that um, in the 80% of businesses that fail within five years, statistic. And that's just the way life is. That's just the, the recession is a natural business cleanse. It's just the way it is. If you haven't collected cash, which is the 99% business principle, it's like the same thing if, you, if you've eaten crap and haven't taken care of your body for 10 years and now you've got a health problem, what do you do? 
um, hope for the best and build a time machine, right? That's going to be it, unfortunately. But we always have the, the power to put content out there, keep building our audience, keep building our prospect list so that if we can rely on our cash saved up to get through these times, then we have a bigger influx of clients to come afterwards, which might average out your, um, your losses over the months. Okay, thanks guys. Uh, awesome. Uh, Susanna asking, Susanna's asking, is there a virtual calendar we can use to share weekly events? Um, I'd imagine there is, is Google Calendar does it. Uh, we don't use a particular one. We just have a, we just, we just, we just designed the graphic which says this is our timetable, right? Like, like you would in most places, but I'm sure you, you can use Google Calendar if you want something like that. That would be awesome. All right, guys. So let me know if that helped. Let me know your comments. Stay tuned tomorrow. We're, we're going to go into a different topic tomorrow uh, and um, we'll kind of see how we go. I'll, I'll make it up. I'll decide the topic before I go live. We'll see what your questions are. We'll see how this thing builds out. What we're most likely going to talk about tomorrow is going to be how to attract new clients, right? We sold 34 new clients sat on Saturday, right? As soon as we announced our online version of our program, our online fitness and social club, we've sold 34 places onto that already. And many of my clients, fit pros inside our mentorship are doing the same thing. So we're gonna show you how we're still using Facebook ads. Facebook ad costs have gone down now, which is a good opportunity. How we're repackaging what we offer and how we're, what the funnel and the sales system is. So how we're still getting um, new sales coming in. And that's the most important thing. Cash flow number one, retentions of your current clients, but then also looking at ways to bring new revenue through the door. We shouldn't stop advertising. Uh, and then after that, we'll talk about list building and, and content marketing and stuff like that as well. So much to cover. So we're going to go live every day this week. Hopefully you guys tune in tomorrow. And again, if you could you know, drop an engagement, like this post, tag a friend, share it on. And don't forget to join our Facebook group where we'll give some extra support and, and um, extra content for you guys there. So all the best, guys. You guys have got this. Let's come out stronger together, and I'll see you guys tomorrow.